What is going on, everyone? And welcome to the Pixel Refresh Podcast. I'm your host, Marco Rodriguez, and I'm joined today by my usual co-host, Mario Amaral. <laughs> <laughs> What's so funny? Your usual? I'm the, going by you're the only co-host! I'm keeping usual? this in. That's, I'm that... I'm le- I'm leaving this in. You're right. you're the co-host. You're the usual. I'll figure out how to say this eventually, but okay. <laughs> yeah, this is last eleven episodes of a trial run. So what's going on? What's up, man? How's it going? You're... It's all right, man. It's all right. You know, it was a work day today. We're kind of a little backtracked. Yeah. Trying to figure out our schedule here, and uh, seems to be like we're really important, busy people. We're no, no. <laughs> shut up. We've narrowed it down. There will be a podcast each week. We will not skip days. I am sorry. He is sorry. Even though, like, our audience is very tiny. We love you still. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We we love you guys. Whoever's listening, we appreciate it so much. You have no idea. Yeah, we would appreciate um, it more if you went on iTunes and left a review, but that's another story. Yeah, if you can do that, I'd super appreciate it even more than I already appreciate it. Even no, if you I, have I an Android you. phone, this is not an excuse. Go on your computer, <laughs> download iTunes right now. Okay, go to podcasts, find us, review. That's it. Unacceptable. No, you keep your Android phone. You use whatever podcast <laughs> catcher you're using. You listen to us. I hope you enjoy it. We do it for you guys. And um, yeah, don't, don't lie to them. We a, do this for us. We do this for us. Yeah, for definitely for us. I'm sorry. Guys. Yeah, <laughs> okay, let's uh, let's get into it. We have a lot to talk about today. The over the last week, it was Monday. Uh, yes, a Monday happens every week, and uh, that Monday was very special because it was Apple's annual WWDC, which is um, their conference where they talk about everything software related uh, in the world of Apple's ecosystem. Ecosystem. I can't speak. Um, the, for those who are wondering, WWDC stands for Worldwide Developers Conference, uh, but it's pretty much the time where um, you get a glimpse of what's going to happen next. What's what's the next version of the software going to bring? And today's episode is literally like all about it. Um, you and I, we are both on the beta, correct? Yes, iOS so 12. So for the past, I would say, what, week? Is it a week already or two weeks? I'm pretty sure it's been a week. I'll tell you why. Because of that new battery status and all that info you get. I think it actually, I got a notification saying the last you used week too much or battery? so. Do you get what, what I'm saying? What, sorry, it, it cut off. So <laughs> yeah, you also cut off. Okay, technical difficulties. I yeah. said, I'm pretty sure it's been about a week. Yeah. Uh, because you know how you get notifications about the uh, battery info? Yeah, yeah. Like, yep. hey, uh, so I, I got one of those. So I don't know if it was like certain amount of days or it's been like your... Um, so wait, you, you get know, actual usage? notifications about your usage? No, I you're did. You're not talking about le- screen time. You're talking about actual battery? No, I think it was maybe screen time oh, okay. or something like that. It was something about battery and screen time. Okay, cool. I kind of like just didn't really pay attention to it. Yeah. Because it didn't matter, but... Well, there's a couple of things just on this comment alone that we can dive into. So I think what we should start off with is uh, screen time. I think this is like a really interesting feature. It's not anything new. Android P actually introduced something similar, um, which was their Android dashboard. So this is a place where you can see what apps you're using, how often you pick up your phone, um, all these data points related to how you interact with your phone. So if you're someone who feels like 
they're addicted to their phone. Um, this is like a pretty cool app for you in the sense that it'll give you uh, a good breakdown of talk about beta software. Um, it'll give you a cool breakdown of like how you've been using your phone, what apps you use, how often, stuff like that. The other cool thing is like, uh, like Mario was saying, you get notifications related to some of this stuff. Um, and I guess he got a notification related to apps using his battery, which seems very helpful. Right. Like you said, this has kind of been on Android for a long time. I'm What I mean is like detailed battery usage um, on Android devices has been around for like forever, since I remember anyways. It's been around for a long time anyways. It's kind of new to the iOS. They... I think they're really getting into this with their whole battery situation they had before where they didn't tell people they were throttling their device because their battery wasn't 100%. And now they're really getting into, you know, giving you more details about your battery and what uses your battery and how it uses it. I would say it's less about your battery and just more about your overall usage of the phone. I would say that battery does tie into it because you can go to the battery section and see how much apps are using your battery. It's a way more advanced feature now. It tells you like a bigger, better breakdown. But this is sort of like it's more similar to that Android dashboard thing that they announced for Android P. It's just it's getting you in control of your usage of your phone. And so you can even set like app limits like, oh, I only want to be able to use Instagram for an hour a day. And so if you go over that limit, it will revoke access to that app for you. See, Um, I don't know anybody that would actually use that because to me it's like that's useless in my circumstance. Yeah. I, I know if I had like a child, maybe yeah. I would use that, but I would never want to limit myself because, oh, <clears> you're <throat> on your phone too much. If you have an issue with being on your phone too much, that's deeper than just, you know, taking away access to an app. You have to mentally sit down and, you know, prepare yourself to spend more time in, in what we call the real world. But the yeah. truth is like, most people are stuck to the screen of their phone and that's including myself even my wife there's plenty of times we go out and we go to dinner and you know you don't even think about it you pull out your phone you're using it right yeah and um it's just like it's socially acceptable now you know a long time ago that was kind of like a really rude thing to do but now even mom and dad are pulling out their phone or their ipad and it's just like everyone's sitting around the table on the on the device um you know talking about the the battery thing though what i've noticed um is I have a certain app that uses like 30% of battery and background activity. Yeah. But I do not have an option for that app for background app refresh to turn it off. And I was like, what, why what is this app? app is it? It's Kijiji. Oh. So this thing's using 30% of my battery <clears throat> in the background and background activity. And like, I understand notifications but I'm just like, what are you doing? Like, yeah. let me just give you, let me give you a breakdown. Yeah. Go ahead. Kijiji, 30%. And this goes by order from the highest to the lowest, right? Okay. So Kijiji is 30%. The second highest is eight. And then it goes eight, eight, six, five. So 30% is not only the highest, but it's the highest by a lot. Yeah. I mean, my highest is YouTube at 19%. But, um, I would say like there's probably a lot of apps, including Kijiji, that employ their own backward, like background code, that's not native to like Apple's ecosystem. I mean, Facebook yeah. is notably a big person who's done this in the past, and that's why people say like if you have, 
If you find that your battery dies very quickly, but you have the Facebook app on your phone, it's probably because Facebook is on your phone. Facebook that's does my 10. S- that's your second highest? Yeah, that's my second highest. But it's funny because it's, it's only 8% compared to Kijiji. I expected like Facebook and Instagram to be like the two top contenders contenders of like eating my battery yeah but kijiji i'm ready to delete that thing i'm just like whoa buddy what are you doing in the background yeah it's probably doing a lot of checks for those for those messages oh maybe you're right they're they're probably employing something they have to be employing because because the kijiji app is also like a messaging app uh that allows you to communicate with the people who are reaching out to you i would assume that they're employing something to get around apple's like restrictions on app refresh you know there's probably restrictions on it and they're using some sort of other code to to get around that and so it also could just be because you're on the beta right uh i don't know if this is something you experienced in the past but it could i don't think there was this info 12 and it's not optimized or something like that like possibly possibly I mean, even though this beta has been pretty stable so far, I haven't, like, just now I ran into the setting screen just freezing, but I haven't experienced that at all so far, so. No, I haven't experienced um, any issues, really. I think I've had, like, an issue here and there where, Which, like, I couldn't get out of an app for yeah. some reason, but. But that's, you can, you and I can both agree that that's really surprising for a beta one. It is, but this beta was said to be more of a performance upgrade so i don't think like the essential you know basics of it were really like touched very much it was more of like let's tweak everything and make it faster you know let's 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 talk about that because that is their main thing right that is what they're trying to do so this performance is a big thing in ios 12 right so ios 12 they pretty much let everybody know this is not going to be no crazy big update in the sense of especially UI and the look of the UI it's it's going to look pretty much the same nothing's really yeah. going to change it's all about performance it's they, making things not to two say times that they faster. didn't add or update any of the UI in certain areas cuz they did take the time to update a few apps but generally like the biggest push that they did for this WWDC was like hey if you have an older device basically up to a, a 5S i think it was you yes. are you are going to get this update and this update's going to make your phone i think they said what 40 to 50% faster in most cases if i remember uh which it's, is which is huge for an older it device. is yeah yeah like that's 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 like you know that's absolutely insane and to go into like a bit of the technicals of it they said that they changed the way your cpu and your phone reacts to a request so instead of slowly ramping up your cpu uh, and you can think of an upward curve um, what they did was they make it go to like a hundred percent very quickly and then slowly ramp it down when they don't need it. And so like, from my perspective, there's been a bunch of apps on this first beta that are like, I can already tell are immediately way more snappy than they used to be. Just not only and opening, I, but like closing them, interacting with them. And I haven't noticed, um, like, because they are using a new technique of doing this you know, opening and closing apps or, you know, like you said, ramping it up to 100% immediately and then just slowing it down. I haven't noticed any difference in battery. No, actually, I've been really impressed with the battery performance so far. Right. I like, mean, I expected, like, like, beta one, awful battery. Yeah. I'm going to start, like, yeah, you especially know, realizing because, that like, my battery's dead. Yeah, previous betas, and... 
right? Previous betas, that was the case, you know? If you got on beta 1 of iOS 11, you know, you basically had garbage battery. Um, I remember that. Right? B- but, yeah, I totally agree with you. Yeah, th- this beta has been... Again, it's so... It's so different than previous betas. It's not glitchy. It kind of already does the thing that they said they wanted to do, was make give it better performance. Doesn't affect your battery in any sort of way. Haven't experienced any sort of problems with the UI at all yet. Again, other than no. the freezing I just said I had, but I just quit out of the app and opened it and it was fine. So, I did have uh, an issue with the settings as well. I went in there to change something. And uh, it wouldn't let me... No, actually, it was YouTube. YouTube was in landscape mode. Yeah. And I couldn't get out of landscape mode. I couldn't go back to, like, any other video. Yeah, yeah. So, so I had to just I, close the app. I, and, but that, I, again, I've had these that apps are too. not... Yeah, these apps are not optimized for iOS 12 yet. Yeah. So, th- so that's it the makes sense. Yeah, it does make sense. Uh, but yeah, you know I, what? I, yeah, go ahead. I will say this is definitely um, a daily driver, you know, if anybody's like thinking of trying it out, I, I could say this is a daily driver. You might have like few hiccups here and there, but there's a lot of uh, betas out there that you're like, hey, you know what? When the public beta comes out, don't even like hop on this because it's awful. But if, if you have an iOS device that you're able to get iOS 12, which most people will because this goes all the way back to uh, iPhone 5S, which is just amazing. We have to talk about that as well because that's just amazing. But um, if you do, I would recommend, hey, if you really want to try iOS 12, go for it when the public beta comes out. Just go ahead and hop on that. Like, it, it, I'm pretty sure it's just going to get even better. Yeah, hell yeah. I, I'm, I'm like super excited for more people to get on this beta. Um, and, and, and even more excited to use uh, watchOS 5, um, that walkie-talkie feature, but we'll talk more about that later. Um, really? You're going to bring that up? The feature I can't get. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> Fuck, I wish you could get it. I would love to just like walkie-talkie with you all the time. Um, um, I eventually will upgrade to, a, you know, a Gen, uh, a Series 2 or something like that. Yeah. But let's uh, let's let's hit a little bit on what I said before on this going back to um, iPhone 5S. Yeah. Because, you know, we're comparing it to, you know, the sister here, which is your Android devices. Yeah, and uh, their biggest issue being defragmentation, right? And their OS. It's fragmentation, but, we're talking but yeah, everyone gets fra- what you mean. Fragmentation, sorry, not defragmentation. <laughs> I'm defragging a hard drive right now. People, oh, calm down. O- OG <laughs> computer talk. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so way before SSDs. Seriously. Uh, anyways, <laughs> yeah. So, um, like, this is amazing. A 5s. We're talking. How old is a 5s? Oh, that's a good question. Uh, give me a second. It's got to be talking. pretty I'll old. Figure it out. So this is going way back. Um, the adoption of iOS, the latest iOS, usually picks up really quick. A lot of people get on it, especially if their device is still able. There you go. What is that? Five years ago? Five years, yeah, five years ago. That's I was crazy. Doing the, I was doing the math. That's in my crazy. Head. Oh, no, no. <laughs> A five-year-old five phone yeah. is getting an update today. And even like your Pixels, they only get guaranteed three years, I think, right? Probably. I'm not sure. Three years of updates, they get guaranteed. And we're talking like the specs are amazing compared to, you know, an iPhone 5S. And they're only guaranteeing you updates for three years. So I think Google kind of has to step up their game there and be like, we're, we're not only going to guarantee you updates to the latest OS for three years, but yeah. at least five. 
Yeah, yeah, definitely. At least five years. Because come on, if, if Apple can can update, and, and by no means am I saying iPhone 5S is going to run smoothly, but they're saying it is. It's going to run and, better and than it's running no means, right now. And by no means do I think that iPhone 5S is getting all the features in iOS. No, of course like. not. But I think the biggest piece is that, hey, we know performance has been a problem on our older devices. Like they're tackling the biggest problem on older devices, which is which is performance. And they're like, hey, we want to make it so that even if we do drop this phone next year from our update cycle, you still have a decent phone that you can use until you decide that you actually want to upgrade to a newer phone, right? Because ultimately as a company, they don't want you to have this iPhone 5S forever, right? They want you to upgrade to a 6 or a 6S or whatever, right? Um, But they can, the fact that they are, trying to appease these people and you know keep them in mind is i think huge you know um i I think it's the way of them differentiating themselves from everyone else right it's like hey listen there is a premium right but we also don't just drop your hardware after a year or two like many big other companies do so you know i'm just gonna shoot out examples here you you own a samsung you paid $1,000 for it last year, and this year, well, even the year you got it, you might not be on the latest, uh, you know, Android version, but you're hoping the next year you get, you know, the latest Android version, and it might be at the end of that year, that cycle of that version, and the new one's coming out, and then kind of Samsung, you gotta you gotta hope they continue, so um, think about that, you know, you pay for everything as a package, you know, if you just want to talk about hardware, Okay, you're buying a Samsung hardware-wise. I think they make really good-looking phones, yeah. great hardware, some of the best out there. But software is included. Is their software good? Yes. By no means am I saying their software is garbage because Android is awesome. Do they support the software? That's that's the biggest thing here. You're paying a premium, but you're guaranteed. Somebody who bought an iPhone 5S five years ago yeah. for a premium of $800, for five years they've been getting updates. So that's, like maybe they like don't have saying, the best features out there, but that's like saying I th- think this the the Samsung Galaxy S six or S five, right? That's like saying it's still getting updates to Android P today. Not even older than that. Because like what, what phone, six, what seven, phone eight, came out there then? S four or S three most likely were the the two. Uh, five S was Galaxy probably the S four, probably the S four phone released in 2013 I wouldn't be surprised it's the S4 I'm pretty sure it was the S4 what phones came out in 2012 it has to be the S4 because the S3 came out in 2012 so think about that just imagine right now you had a Samsung S4 and you were guaranteed to get Android P that would be you were guaranteed to get Android P so you wouldn't get all the features that came with Android P because there's hardware missing that some of those features uh, support, you know, to, to get those features, you need the hardware, yeah. but you'd get all the security updates, you get all the improvements, uh, a few little things here and there and apps that you can't use because you're on an older version of Android. All these things would be there. So just imagine you're, you know, a, a Samsung user right now and you heard that your S4 is getting updated to Android P. You'd be like, wow, this investment was worth it. Yeah. Where and I'm pretty sure an S4 right now must be on like Android 5. Also, if you if still even. have an S4, go out and upgrade your phone, please. 
Don't yeah. give this to yourself. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, but you know what? I, I will say just uh, in defense of Google is that they are trying to make strides towards changing that. And I think they are. And I think I don't want to get on to too much of a Google tangent in this episode because I know we're trying to dedicate it to Apple. But I do I do want to say one thing before we move on. I want to say that the thing I like that Google does. Yes, I am giving Google a compliment. Um is that I like that they've unbundled their apps and can update them whenever they want. I think the next step, the next major step that Apple has to do is they have to be able to just update iMessage whenever they want as a single app, not the whole OS to fix a bug. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, I agree. You know, like right now, if there is a, you know, a a glyph bug in in the iMessage app, you have to it's wait a until the update. next major software update for it to, or the next minor software update for it to get fixed. Whereas if it but was unbundled is... from the software of the actual OS, then they could be able to update that app directly. I'm surprised they haven't done that yet, actually, to be honest, because it they, just makes sense. So the, the first stride they made in that direction was, hey, I'm going to make it so that you can delete any of the apps within the phone. You know, like all but the stock, but apps. they're just, but they're just hidden. They're not actually uninstalled. They, their core frameworks aren't uninstalled, but the app, by all means, the app itself is uninstalled. You have to reinstall. Is it okay? It. Yeah, you actually re-download it and reinstall it. But the core okay. frameworks, like the you know calendar framework and let's say the contacts framework, it's still there, but you can't access it without that app. Let's just say that. All right. Um, and I think they need to go a step further and unbundle those apps from the core OS and allow themselves as a company to support those apps individually going forward, just like they do their, you know, I'm going to say their iLife suite, like, you know, uh, you know, GarageBand, all those apps that they come preloaded now, GarageBand, iMovie. iMovie, those ones are fully unbundled. They can update those whenever they want, as right. long as you have them installed. I think they need to do that with the core foundation and the core apps in the phone so that they can update bugs and problems on an individual app basis no matter what. Um, but but maybe we'll see. Maybe in the future. That's my little side tangent. We can get back to WWC, WDC okay. now. Go ahead and, and bring uh, <laughs> go ahead up and bring up the next because uh, uh, we want to go through some of these features, right? Maybe even okay. talk about a f- features that we didn't get I'm, that I'm gonna, we really I'm wanted. I'm going to cover like th- three features that I think are worth mentioning right now, but I don't think need to be talked in detail. Uh, okay. And then you can let me know if you think they need to be talked in detail. Uh, improvements sure. to photos. I don't think this is like super notable. They've done some really cool no. stuff, but I don't think there's anything notable in there that, that needs to be talked about. Um, I personally saw that there was like updates just visually. I didn't dig deep into it cause I could care less at the moment. Yeah. It's more of just like better searching and it's, you know, it's a lot of more Google AI photo. to like, yeah, more making it like it, Google photos. Yeah. Basically. It's, it's a lot of Google photo features that already are yeah. there. Oh, that these I'm are used previous to. memories. These yeah. are like collections. These are blah, blah, blah. They're using AI to, you know, curate your own photos for yourself. Basically. Right. So hands down. next. Uh, iBooks the new is now Apple Books. It's got a cool new look, but I don't think we need to talk about it. Um, Haven't even don't even have it. If you're interested in iBooks being Apple Books and what it looks like now, go check it out. It looks really cool, but again, it's just software to read books. Uh, AR Kit 2.0. So we got this is more developers. Yeah, AR Kit I don't think is super important. 
I want to. Do you want to talk about the Measure app? The Measure app is cool. It is. Can I just say that that the Measure app is really cool? So I had seen previously, and I don't know if this was like uh, just leaked. I had seen this app already, or is there like maybe another app that's kind of similar? There was a bunch of apps on the App Store come last year that were measuring apps. They were all fairly okay. And I would even go as far as to say that Apple's version of this app is also fairly okay. Not the most accurate, but pretty close. Um, so yeah, this concept has existed already. It's right. just Apple took something the developers are were already creating externally and turned it into something that's built right into your phone. You're right, because I do remember seeing an app where you could add little flags to wherever you wanted to like hit a point yeah and know the measurements so but i i've used the app like for like 10 seconds yeah but just to test it out and i was like this is super useful like um the other part of it which is the level that's always been there you could yeah. always use the phone as a level yeah but um the measurement part of it uh i'm assuming like there's a lot of things that it doesn't say it measures it it says like estimated measurement yeah, it gives so, you an estimation because right it, there's a lot of things that need to happen for an accurate measurement and in ar that's kind of not possible so yeah gets, i wouldn't go I into tested your house it and it's come very close honestly has it's it like okay maybe that's, you know less than an inch off in most cases that i've tried it so it's it's pretty good like but it's not like a hundred percent accurate and they make right. sure that you know it's not a hundred percent accurate and th this is like a, a really cool thing. Like it's only going to get better and more accurate in the future. And the cool thing about it is just um, those moments where maybe you don't need to know exactly yeah, the measurement, yeah. you know, a hundred percent, but you're kind of like, you know, I kind of want to know, like, will this fit? And if the measurement is like, let's say you're trying to see if something fits, that's 30, 30 inches. And you find out this, this Can thing we... told you it's about 44 inches. You yeah. know that that 30 inch thing is going to fit in there. Yeah. yeah, the measurement app is actually, I think it's really cool. It's just like a really cool little thing to have. You know, it was kind of like the leveling app. Who really used it? Not many people. Now you got another feature to it. Yeah, definitely. I totally agree. It's not something like super crazy. I think ARKit in general is really cool going forward. They announced some pretty neat stuff like AR experiences where two people like multiplayer yeah, multiplayer, yeah. which is pretty cool. I was like, oh, that's pretty dope you and another person could be playing a game in the same AR space. That's pretty cool. Um, but I mean, for the general consumer, until we start seeing like games and stuff like that, things that like people are really intrigued about, I don't think it's it's anything to, to gawk at at the moment. Uh, no. And we still don't know who's going to win the AR race or if AR is going to take off in any sort of way. Um, so, yeah. Um, how about... Uh, I'm going through this in a random order. So I'm going to go, let's see, alternative apps for CarPlay. I thought you, of all people, would be super excited about this. Super excited about this. Many people <laughs> know that. You, I Okay, so now that I'm back on iOS, I'm back yep. on an iPhone, I do use CarPlay. And one of the major things that I miss is my Google Maps. Uh, Google Maps has been around much longer than uh, Apple Maps. It's very Ooh. much so better, yes. It's very much so better. So opening up the platform to other map systems, other yeah. map apps, you know, like Google and uh, what's the Waze, right? Waze. Waze was the other Waze, like, uh, yeah. shown. Right. So just opening it up to um, anybody who wants to make an, a map app now and not just locking you into 
hey, you have to use Apple Maps. Yeah. And it was always a bad thing to do. And and the same thing goes with um, Android Auto. You know, uh, you can use Google Maps and uh, Waze and all those other apps. But, and I don't know if this is on Apple's part or if this is on Google's part. You can't use Apple Music on uh, Android Auto. Just uh, uh, that's like a good question. I don't know. I don't know how that no, you development can't. works. You, so I don't know how. The, no, like I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know who that's on. If that's on Google or if that's on Apple, I'm not sure. Right. I don't even think you can use Google Music on Apple CarPlay. Probably I don't have not. it installed. Probably not. So I think these guys, they have to kind of like play a little bit better. Nice, nice. Because the ecosystem is very much mixed. A lot of people well, this, are using. This is a huge win for anyone who. A huge does, win, right? It's a huge win because Apple has been known to not play nice with people. So, like, and, and it's, I think it's Apple, pretty much a given. Like, think of the HomePod, and everybody's like, "Oh, you know what? Make the HomePod great is if I could listen to Spotify w- with the HomePod built in." And everyone's right. like, "Yo, that's probably not going to happen because Apple, it's it's an Apple product, and Apple probably won't." But who knows? With this announcement, maybe this is a possibility, a distant future possibility, but a possibility. Um, I hope it starts because it's, you know, when you're talking about Apple CarPlay and Android Auto, these are used like the main reason is navigation as well, right? Because that's what you want the screen for. But wait, wait, wait. Spotify is on on Apple CarPlay. Yes, Spotify is on Apple CarPlay and on Google. Spotify works on both. So, so, so why couldn't Google just submit their app for Apple CarPlay? I I'm just I'm not saying it doesn't work. I'm saying I don't remember if it works or not. Uh, I okay. I will test it though. No no I'm just I'm just saying like I don't you. think there's any qualms there because Spotify is already on CarPlay. So if Apple had problems with third party music apps, then third party music apps in general wouldn't be on CarPlay. No, you know, that's like um, Google. I don't know if it works trust like me, that. Google is not their competitor. Their competitor is Spotify. Google's competitor is also Spotify. At the same time, you're looking at Android Auto has Spotify, and but doesn't allow Apple CarPlay. But that's now what I'm I don't know who. Okay, the difference is I don't know where the development cycle happens. Is that right. on Apple's onus to make that compatible, or is that on Google allowing them to put it there? I don't know. Right. That. I'm pretty sure Google probably just. But I'm it saying open what I'm Apple. saying is that I don't think Apple's not allowing Google to be on CarPlay because Spotify well, is on CarPlay. I will let you know. So. If if anything, it's maybe Google hasn't updated their app on on the iPhone to support CarPlay. I can dig through I can dig through the developer situation and figure it out. But okay, so yeah, so that's exciting news when yes. it comes to uh, you know having uh, Google Maps and any other map app you want on there. Super exciting news. I'm pretty sure there's so many people that are going to be happy that probably at some point still used their phone for Google Maps while they had CarPlay in their car because they didn't want to use Apple Maps. Yep. Which like defeated the whole purpose. So this is definitely a win-win. I can't wait till that update to Apple CarPlay comes or, out. Or you're just a b- boy and you're the only one in the world. No, I'm definitely not the only one. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> um <laughs> Okay, so I'm going to go with um, another exciting thing. It's very small, but we only know about it because we are actually on the beta. But you can now just swipe up on multitasking cards to get rid of apps. 
If you're on an iPhone 10, if you're just to iPhone clarify 10. that. Yes. On so an if iPhone you're on an 10, iPhone... you used to swipe up to get multitasking, have to hold down on a card, wait for a little icon, and then swipe up. But now so all basically, you have to do is swipe up. So basically on iPhone 10, just to kind of simplify your recents, you have all your recents apps there, which is no, your... Recents uh, is an Android term. It's called multitasking. Whatever. Multitasking. You have all your apps there. And one of the things I said to Marky here was, this is so dumb that if I swipe up, it doesn't go away. I have to literally hold down. And then all these little X's come on on each card. And you can hit the X or you can just swipe up. I go, what a waste of time. That's like an extra step for no reason. I should just be able to swipe up. And then all of a sudden I was on the beta and I was like, dude, I messaged him right away. You can swipe up. He's like, what are you talking about? I'm like, you can get rid of it just by swiping up. I got to say, it's probably one of the best features that I was most excited about. The that most exciting thing of all time <laughs> is this one. That thing. wasn't even like talked about. Uh, Apple does makes so. no, you know what? It would be like funny if Apple did make mention to this on Maybe. stage just be like yo check this out we can now just boom and then people like i don't think they would <laughs> i don't think they you're right like it would be funny if they did they didn't because it was like we should have done this since day one so yeah. let's not call it a Seriously. new feature <laughs> honestly they, i think at that point cool they're like things that they're doing behind the scenes too like you heard about that like the autofill password stuff yes on the websites and everything yeah yeah like now they, i thought they've the always had that though no no but now stronger it will, it will, no passwords. but it will take passwords from your one password oh okay as like direct integration now you no longer have to like go through the whole like open one password press the thing so and wait, it goes back kind to the of, app kind, kind of, of like, like on android what, right kind of like what basically when you're on a website a now you have like on the keyboard there'll be a suggestion and it will say uh let's say you're on facebook it'll say facebook password from one password and you click that and it will autofill the the username and password for Facebook from one password into your app. So definitely awesome because it, again, it takes away an extra step that yeah, doesn't huge. need to be there. It just also means that like Apple is opening up, you know, the to gateways to allow yeah. people to integrate more seamlessly with the OS. Right. And that's, and huge. this is all, and this is all like, you have to go back and forth here and go, well, it's on Android. People like it. Um, it's the way people think it should work. And then you pick up an iOS device. Each of these OSs learn from each other or AKA copy each other. They're just learning from each other. You'll see things that are on iOS on Android, vice versa. A lot of things that were on Android on iOS, maybe a lot later. And a lot of people are like, we've had that for 20 years. Yeah. Yes. You see it a lot later, but it's kind of the way it works. Apple has this whole model where we have to make it perfect. I don't agree with it, but I, oh, we I, only put it on here when it's perfect. For this particular feature, I don't think it was making it perfect. It was like, in the case of their stance on security, this totally just makes sense. You know? Yeah. They're going, lately they're going all in, balls deep on privacy and security. They are, and because he, it's such a big thing as right far, now, right? Even going as far as announcing a privacy feature for for their Mac OS and using and one for their iPhone and using Instagram on the iPhone as the example and using Facebook on the desktop as the example of companies that they're trying to help you stay away from their trackers and shit like that. So I think it's huge. 
And when they, when they as a company are like, yeah, we care about your security, blah, blah, blah. Right. Um, why wouldn't they allow these third party password managers to have better integration into their phone to improve the security of their users over, over anything? Right. So it, it, to me, I think it's a natural, the natural next step they needed to take to help the user stay secure. You want my honest opinion? Yeah. About that? Sure. They don't care about your security. Why? That's my honest opinion. They don't care about your security. Uh, not to say that they're not secure, not to say that they aren't, you know, acting like they care about your security. But the truth is this whole scandal with Facebook security being such a big issue. It's a selling point. Not only are we, you know, uh, a great device and we you know you we do this we care about your security if security wasn't such a, a hot topic right now yeah. it probably wouldn't even be talked about so it's a selling point it's a no, feature it's, i don't it's think beyond, they really no, care about but it's your beyond security. they do i think i really deeply feel that they do care it's about a selling point everyone's always but it's gone not to, a selling not to say point. It's, it's not a it selling is. point why would it be a selling point it's an important selling point and it's a good and it's a good For selling who? point it's i don't see them getting android users who care about their security coming over to iphone because if it was a selling point, they would be converting other users. I don't think it's but a selling some, point. I think some, them some doubling down. I think I don't think it's a selling point because if it was a selling point, then Apple wouldn't done the shit that they did with the the FBI back in the day. If they if what they, did they went do with the FBI, they, they wouldn't give the... away a password. They wouldn't open a phone for the FBI. If they because... if they if their stance on on security was hey we care about your security then. As a selling point, then they would have found a way to give the FBI the password and still sell you a future in the a feature in the future that that um, that goes against what they just did. But wait, wait. Now they didn't give the 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 option for the FBI to open this. That was the best publicity about their selling point. Not only do we care about your security so much, we don't even need a billboard. You're going to hear about this in the news. We didn't give the FBI a way to open up this person's phone who is a terrorist or whatever the situation was at the time. We didn't give them, but boom, we just put out another huge billboard. Come and buy our phone. We won't even give your password or a way to open up your phone if the F FBI I, Again, you. I don't think it's a selling <laughs> feature because... Because again, Remember, if it I was a selling a feature, it would be it would be moving phones off the shelves. Okay, from but users can I tell you that something? aren't it they're is. already fan users. No, it wouldn't. All the all the terrorists buy iPhones, bro. Okay, great for all terrorists. The, I'm joking. No, listen, let me just say something to you. Do you remember BBM? Yes. What the, their messaging app was really cool at the time. A lot of crazy features, right? Yes. For its time, it was amazing. One of the biggest things where that was encrypted. Okay. It is a hundred percent secure. We put it through the hardest, uh, hardcore encryption. But that, Nobody, that was you know, BlackBerry's entire platform. Right. You want to know security, why? But no, no. Their entire platform was security because they sold to businesses, and security is important to businesses. And I think most businesses do also have iPhones because of the security. And they sell, and and BlackBerry also sold to the military because. The military cares about security. Okay, so let's do this. Let's go past this topic. 
So yeah, they care about security. It's Fuck awesome. You. Uh, <laughs> no, we're not moving on. We're moving shit. on, people. Okay, thirty-two person <laughs> FaceTime. What do you think about that? Thirty-two person. Goddamn, I don't do that's FaceTime a lot with of one people. person. Seriously, <laughs> that's a where the hell? And I seen their UI. It's kind of like floaty faces everywhere, floaty little squares. Yeah, every time someone everywhere. talks, like it's bigger. I could just. I do want to test. To the, to we the don't know enough possible. people. We don't know enough people. No, that's what I'm time. saying. But to the max we can, I want to see how. Bro, we. I'd like, call you, and the moment we try to call somebody else, they wouldn't pick up. No, they wouldn't pick up. We'd <laughs> be like, "Yo, we're trying to test out this feature. Let's get." Like, I would love to see even like ten people on. You know how we see. get them on? We tell them it's secure, and that's how we get them on. Yeah. <laughs> Go on here. Nobody's <laughs> taking your face. Okay. Oh, um, yeah. talking about. Sorry, I have to bring this up. Faces. Yeah. There's a new iphone 10 feature again a new face id feature oh yeah so, so you, you can add a secondary face to your phone okay so i think you're wrong about the way you're describing the feature it's not to add a secondary face but to add maybe like a different a, an appearance. outfit you're That's in that you look face yes you think it's different appearance i take it as like hey you look like this and you wear this and you know maybe you're like um, yeah, it's somebody like who wears when a costume for FaceTime, work or when I try to use face ID with my Ray-Ban sunglasses on, it doesn't work. All right. This is the feature that allows me to set my face with my glasses on as right. a face so that I can access my face. But you make it sound like it's literally put in there for someone else to put their face into no, it. No, that's, that's a secondary it person. Like. You, it can be a secondary appearance. You can use it as your wife's face. It, it right, doesn't but specifically I think it's targeted. you. Right, but I think it's targeted as like just you in a different appearance. Yeah, definitely. Uh, just so like thumbs. much, just like extra thumbs or fingers when you're using Touch ID. Yeah, I used to use toes, but either way, <laughs> um, <laughs> fuck this guy. <laughs> Two thumbs and and three toes, bro. Uh, so it says here, in addition to continuously learning how you look, Face ID can recognize an alternate appearance. Appearance, not person. But anyways, <laughs> yeah. But an alternate appearance can be another person. Try it setting can. it up I'm with your wife. It's probably not going to say I, no. This is not Mario. No, no, no. I don't believe it's going to say that. It's just going to think you're in drag. But what I mean is, um, <laughs> fuck off. <laughs> God damn. No, but it's true. That's for those people who do, you know, uh, wear wigs and you know maybe Face ID is like you know you kind of look super think, different. But I don't right think now. Face ID is looking at your wig. It's looking at the contours of your face. What I mean is like, uh, let's say you work at a job and you wear like safety gear and it, you kind of look very different to the point where Face ID is having a little bit of trouble recognizing you. Now you can add this, uh, this look, which yeah, is when definitely. you're at work. I think that's you know? cool. Or if you if you're working drag, it's still not you know, your future you wanna... of of unlocking your phone <laughs> in landscape. No, that is one of the features uh, we were going to talk about. Features I'm so upset didn't come to flourishing. It's, is... it's not going to happen on this phone. It's going to happen. On no, I'm the next so upset about that. Like anybody might think this is a stupid thing. Like who cares about face I, face unlocking in landscape mode? Well, I do because when I have my phone in my car, I like to put it in landscape mode. Not because I use it, but because it's not in the way of my... Way. Yeah, you shut your mouth, boy. <laughs> Anyways, that was one of the features that was supposedly going to come out. Didn't happen. I'm hoping magically they added. I can't see I, again, why. It I think be done, it will but... be a hardware thing. <coughs> oh, okay. I don't know why I think it will be a hardware thing, but I think that if it's going to be a thing, it's going to be a hardware thing. Probably like, like the hey, next the new iPhone, iPhone 10, whatever, whatever they announce. Whatever they call like, it. Oh, yeah. it can fucking do this now. 
Yeah, it'll be like, be like, hey, yay, holy fucking shit. <laughs> and me and you are just going to be like, wow, <laughs> fuck me. Really? You're going to make it's me buy like, another phone for this? Yeah. Sam, do you hear Seriously. this? I'm going to buy a new phone just so I can fucking turn it sideways and unlock it. <laughs> just so when <laughs> I have it. No, they need to get face unlock to the point where your your phone could be laying on the desk and you can unlock it. That's what they need to get it to. Yeah, I don't I don't know what the future of the phone and face unlock is going to be. And I don't know why sometimes for some reason my phone when I'm picking it up it's like, well, at this point you have to put in the code and you can't use face ID. I haven't tried to use face ID. Where the hell did oh, you come shit. up with this decision? Fucking Sorry, sorry to cut you off. Great new addition to iOS 12. You no longer have to wait to swipe up? Yeah. No, no. Remember, I did not even remember when like it would give you a passcode because it doesn't recognize you. Wow, that right? failed. Uh, before you would like you would. Uh, what I mean that failed is that it literally just recognized me. Oh, now um, it automatically just tries again. Now, and no, puts no, in now the it, you if you swipe up again, it will try again. Oh, okay. You can one of the things I hated as well. Remember that? You can literally force it again. Yeah, it was one of the things that you hated that you had to wait. I or, hated. Or you one had to press cancel or whatever. But like now you well, can actually like it will try and then it will give you the passcode and then you can just swipe up again and if So it's let me easy, ask you a question. Where can I go sign up to like just start giving them my bright ideas that should have been integrated <laughs> into their OS from day uh, one? Like everything I've said was beta.apple.com. Uh, sign up for the beta and then go to the feedback app and leave your feedback. Yo, That's put literally my shit thing. in you landscape mode. You can literally leave them feedback in the feedback. I beta. can imagine how many, how many people leaving them feedback. They're not going to read my shit. Bro, I'm pretty sure the only people leaving them feedback are developers and the general consumers not leaving them feedback. I will leave them a lot of feedback. Okay, how about Memoji? How do you think about that? I think that's Memo- cool. I like Memoji. Is it called Memoji? Because yeah. that sounds so weird when I say it. It's Memoji, yeah. <laughs> I Me- like Memoji. Moji. Memoji. Why do you say it like you talk to your dog? Hey, Memoji. <laughs> For everyone <laughs> listening, that's dog? literally how he talks to his dog. Hey, no, wait, wait. Moji. That's how he talks to every dog, not just his every dog. Every dog, yeah. And children. <laughs> hey, Memoji. And children. No, so he thinks Memoji. <laughs> <laughs> no, kind of. Um, but yeah. Memoji uh, is pretty cool. I, I think, like, I sent you mine, and you said it... it, it it looks me. exactly like you. it's so <laughs> it good. resembles me right it's so i kind of try to like there it's one of those things where you have a limited amount of features uh, like yeah. i would like and hear me out i would like them to have something where they use the face id technology to kind of render one yeah and sort of like samsung like, did we're like hey they'll they'll try one they'll take a picture of you and try to generate one based off so of that picture Unlike the Samsung one, they're not that creepy. <laughs> they're not creepy. Well, they're cute. They're cute. But I mean, like, they're trying <laughs> yeah. to analyze, like, your facial features and try to make something close and cute. The, but my, not only... my biggest gripe is that they don't have my facial hair. <laughs> oh, me either. I don't have the goatee. I just have the little yeah, but chin you, thing. Yeah, but you like, used to do the I don't really thing. have a goatee anyway, so. Right? But you, <laughs> you have, like, the soul patch and then, like, chin hair. I have, like, yeah. a goatee, but mine doesn't, like, point at my chin. And that's what I'm using right yeah. now. And it's just, it's not the same. No, I've also made one of my niece, which was kind of cool because she was setting it up. And it. I think it's really cool. I think it's fun. Another cool feature, tongues. I've always wanted tongues. From the beginning, I'm like, ah, why, am I, why is it not showing your tongue? You yeah. know, like all this good technology. Tongue is cool. And, all this, and the, the eye tracking is, cool. is insane. The really? eye tracking I didn't even is think about really that. good. Like, 
Like I could send you a memoji of me rolling my eyes and it looks on point. It looks legit. Like you can actually make expressions like you're angry and you're, you know, you're like rolling your eyes back or whatever. And your memoji will actually do these things. I, I can't really always cool. get the tongue shit to work, the tongue detection, but the I eye can. tracking you is have to, just on point. You have to really like, what's up? Tongue that <laughs> okay. stuff, you know what I mean? All right. But I will tell you, I will say also again to everyone listening, this is an iPhone 10 feature. Yes. Uh, so and emojis an are iPhone, not coming to any other device. If you don't have an iPhone 10, just stop getting excited right, right now think, and go out and buy an iPhone 10. Yeah, duh, that's a pricey. <laughs> that's sell, a pricey. Sell your children. Right sell the children. <laughs> sell your. <laughs> and go buy an iPhone ten. No, be don't like do that. mommy don't do and daddy want a memoji. <laughs> you know what? It's one of those features. They sell really the children, cool. and then I, there's one kid. There's one guy who's just going up to them, doing that voice. Hey, little buddy. <laughs> Come here, my little emoji. <laughs> Mimoji, uh, mommy. No, I think. <laughs> so, uh, what happened to your kids? They're at camp. No, I had to get a Mimoji. I got this great ass <laughs> phone. I don't know where my kids are. Now. They're somewhere. Kids, I got Cambodia pictures of them on my phone. Shit? I don't know. Somewhere. <laughs> I'll trade you my kid, yo. I'll give you two kids for an iPhone X right now. But Mimoji- make sure that's make sure that phone is legit before you trade your kids, though. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. But besides Mimoji, um, they did add two no two new. Uh, two, three, three new animojis: a ghost, a T Rex, yeah, three, a koala, three, and a tiger. Three, four of them. So four new four. ones and okay. the emoji, the memoji. The ghost, sorry. the ghost is probably my least favorite out of yeah, all the new ones. The T Rex is my favorite. <laughs> he is. This tongue is huge, and if you like, hang it out and like, the waving of the tongue is really good too, right? <laughs> yeah, sorry. I was just so like, they got the the ghost. It just reminds me of Snapchat. It is. It. it <laughs> literally snapchat's ghost is literally the emoticon or the emoji that apple created for a ghost on their platform and they just took it and run took it and ran english not my best strong suit but here's the funny thing i was going through all the an emojis and i was like the skeleton can't have a tongue. It does. He's a, he does. Yeah, <laughs> it I was does. Like, Yo, this Everything is not correct. <laughs> this is not anatomically correct. Yeah. His tongue should be dust. <laughs> and so does the robot. The robot's got a tongue too. <laughs> was it just me and you who were going through all these and going, yo, does this have a tongue? Yeah, probably. <laughs> does this Everybody have a tongue? else is like, I'm a grown-ass person and I'm not doing this. Yeah. And I got to say, like, Animojis and Memoji, it's one of those things that's really cool to have, but the it's a party I don't trick. use it that much. Yeah, yeah it's, I it's don't. definitely a party trick. I it's, wouldn't buy an iPhone 10 because you want an Animoji or a Memoji, but yeah. they're fun. Yeah, they're fun. You just got to kind of... It's a party trick. It's yeah. something to show people. It's something to send people during, like, holidays or birthdays or whatever. Like, I, I use my Memoji to send... Uh, uh, somebody like a birth birthday wishes. I was like, "Yo, happy birthday!" Blah blah, and their response was like, "Thank you," and that was so cool. <laughs> <laughs> like so, again, it's a party trick. It's not something like again. I agree. If if you're going out to buy an iPhone 10 just because of an emoji, you probably should check yourself before you wreck yourself. Um, yeah, for sure. 
especially for that price tag. Funny thing is talking about sending it to people. I sent it to a few people, including my brother who has an iPhone. Yeah. And uh, one of them does anyways. I sent them and I'm like, hey, this is a Memoji. And this is what I look like. And blah, 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 blah. And I got nothing back. And I was like, did he hate it? <laughs> he's does so not jealous. Like, he's like, actually <laughs> selling his phone yeah. right there. In the yeah. He's on Kijiji, you know, while it's using all his background battery. Yeah. <laughs> just to sell his phone. <laughs> He's like, I need to get one so I can respond. And I'm not going to yeah, respond so I until I get one and I have my own Memoji. <laughs> F you and your iPhone 10. Oh, man. Okay, so um, and then I've got two more down here, but um, I'm going to start with Siri Shortcuts. This looked really cool. Um, and I think it has potential. It's not quite there yet on the beta right now. Like, there's not a lot of integrations with other apps. So it's really hard to do some of the cool stuff that they said. Uh, and basically, for anyone who doesn't know, Apple is giving you a way to string together um, a group of, I'd say, tasks or things that you want your phone to do, and like then actions. assign them actions. Exactly, string together a set of actions that you can assign to something you can say to uh, Siri. So you can say, Siri, I'm on my way home, and she can do a set of actions like. Set up your your uh, your Maps app to take you home, play your music, and send a text to your wife that says, I'm on my way. Um, Can it do anything with, like, uh, the home app, like uh, turning on your lights or anything? Will that be something that's it's able to do as that's, well? That's a good question. I don't know. Because um, that would be good. Like, hey, I'm on my way home, and all of a sudden, you know, your GPS, your text message goes out to your wife, your lights at home turn on to uh, a certain you know like let's say your hallway light turns on like everything's set up well well i'm in the shortcuts section of siri right now and there is a home section here but it only has like two things right now for me i think the suggestions are uh turn on bright and turn on nightlight those are two of the scenes that i have um so i don't know but anyways there will be like some kind of and this is not fully out yet yeah it's it's not fully baked in yet um I had a question for you, actually. Yeah, go for it. I seen someone using this. They were demoing it. I was watching a YouTube video. And unlike me, they were just recording what they wanted to say. But with me, it said it had to type it in. Uh, In the UI that I'm using, it just has a record button. It says, say what you want. And then you say, like... That's weird. With me, dick. it's like, type... <laughs> yeah. Basically, I was like, yo, I, put, I set one up called... Like, uh, it's party time, and okay. it was basically, like, turns on reggaeton. It goes to the playlist of reggaeton. <laughs> okay. And uh, it was just testing it out, right? And yeah, I was yeah. like, yo, like, it's party time. And it's like playing a party mix. I was like, no, bitch. I said it's party time. <laughs> it took, like, a while to, like, figure out what I was talking about. So you got to gotta think about what you're saying as well, because if it's close to something else, it could get confused. I don't get how to use shortcuts yet. I'll have to look into it because yeah, shortcuts time, is kind of, yeah. Every time I touch something, that's... it says like, so look right here. It's like, it's suggesting a couple of them. And it's like show 97 Lawler Avenue. I'm like, what? why do I need this? Why, why? Yeah. It's just, I'll, it's something that they'll probably give people more insight into, but on, on stage, they showed like a shortcuts app and not like, not like and it hidden in the menu. So that's not, right, that, that doesn't hasn't exist. Come out yet. Yeah on the phone yet so maybe so let's not review it yet because realistically it's not fully featured yet. yeah it's not fully finished but some of the cool stuff that they showed was like you can developers can add like 
serious shortcuts to their apps so that you could do certain things and add them to your shortcut, uh, which I think was really cool. Um, just mark that so then I know when, when that happened. Um, and yeah, so yeah, so when, when we get more shortcuts and, and we're on the beta, so we'll probably get new updates. Not, not probably. We will get new updates and we'll have newer things to talk about as the months go by in the lead up to September um, when they announce the full version of the software. The last piece that I have down here is grouped notifications. This is something that like has been, been missing for way too long. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> um, I will say in the beta, I don't know if you have this problem, but uh, it's not perfect. Uh, it's not perfect and, at all. And Sometimes right now, I think notification it's broken. Center, like is kind of broken. It glitches out in a weird way. Uh, but that's like the least of my worries because notification center is not something I visit very often. Um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Super cool. Um, it's like a step in the right direction. In my opinion, we talked about this being one of the features that need to come out because it's way overdue. Yeah. It's like Android does this and they do it correct. And it's time for you to stop giving me 300 different text messages all in file order where I have to go and freaking swipe up to see them all. Just group them all together. These are text messages. There's eight of them. Click into it to see more details and that's it. Yeah. No, I totally agree. So I, I no, like, I, I think it's, how do you feel about the way they implemented it? I think it's fine. It's a little different cause I'm so used to Android. Sometimes, um, I feel like it's not a hundred percent like, I, I, I don't remember, it's... like, when I was on, on the Essential phone, I didn't get grouped notifications very often, so I don't remember how it happens. But I is just it, feel like, like, one notification and you tap it and it, it expands to show you, like, all the notifications you got for that app? I think it was, like, a swipe down, if I'm not wrong. You swipe to, like, open it up, but the whole thing is, like, replying to them seems like a little bit of an issue. In if the, that makes any in sense. In the beta? In the just like so if i want to reply them... to an individual app in ios 10 and in, in ios sorry on an iphone 10 i would and i'm in notification center let's say i tap a card a set of cards you know a stack to to show all of them let's say messages if i force touch i can start typing to that specific message what's the issue you're having Maybe I'm just not used to that. I did kind of just come back to iOS and I instantly went into the beta here. Mm-hmm. And I'm just maybe not. You're right. So that's one of the things, right? When you force touch, you just quick reply to the main one on top of that stack. Yeah. And then you just tap on it. And I guess you can. Okay. So you can just go through it and and reply. Okay. So you, if you swipe right, you can open it. Yeah. If you swipe left... If, okay. If you swipe left, I think it goes directly into the app for you to reply. If you swipe right, so the swiping right to open it is that is that new? No, I think that's always been there. Or maybe it dismisses it. I don't know. Send me a text. We're gonna do this live. No, it's on swiping. The show. No, swiping. Swiping right does open it. I think that's something new. I will send you a text. Um, I think that's something new when you swipe right to open it. I don't think that was ever there before. Okay. So that's a, that's a cool feature because usually so I'm used I'm to clicking swipe, into it. Okay. When you say swipe, you're going from left to right, right? From left to right, correct. Okay. So when I go right to open. left, I get I have a couple options: manage, view, and clear. If I go straight left to right, it goes open and goes straight into the app. 
right to, to opens up so if it's a message it opens but if i want to respond to it right there in the notification you just thing, force touch it a force touch or just press and hold on other devices that don't have force touch and it will open for you to respond okay well yeah i'm still getting used to the way to reply on uh ios on, on when iOS it comes to device. notifications i'm used to usually swiping and then getting like a, or you tap on it and you get like a little reply underneath. Oh, okay. And you just reply straight from there. Ah, I see. There's no saying. force touching. You remember like messaging, it would just be like, it would open up uh, like like uh, a small little bar and you reply there and then the whole message would stay there until you clear it. Yeah, yeah. So if they replied to you, it would still go back and forth, right? Yeah, it right? would chain it in a sense. Yeah, it would I chain see, it. I see what you're saying, yeah. I remember. So yeah, definitely an, uh, a really good feature and happy what, to see it on like iOS. What would you like to see them improve in like future versions of iOS for notifications? Like um, something that maybe... Notifications? Yeah. I don't know. Notifications are one of those things like they're important, uh, especially when it comes to messaging and emails and stuff like that. And I'm assuming a lot of other... Um, other sorry, way. I'm trying to like... I'm <laughs> looking at my notifications right now and like... <laughs> He's trying to decipher Some, this. Yeah, so I just got some like screen time notification, weekly report available. You averaged zero minutes of screen time last week. Okay. Oh, <laughs> I obviously, oh actually, crazy thing. Sorry. Uh, random. You know how we love uh, Force Touch? Right. Uh, for the keyboard? They're bringing that to other devices. Really? Yeah, and so now all you have to do on like older devices is hold down on the space bar until all of your like all the letters disappear sort of like when we force touch on a keyboard right and then you and can then actually can just... do the same thing you can move the cursor somewhere else that's really cool yeah i thought it was that's awesome dope. there um, was something i wanted to say i totally forgot right now sorry i totally um, cut you off no 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 i just uh can I say something, first of all, when yeah. I got onto an iOS device? Is it just me or, like, everything feels so much bigger? It's you, like you even notifications last, are, last like... last podcast, too. I did, right? But even notifications, do they not seem like they're huge? Mm, I'm used to them being that big, I guess. And, like, the screen is, like, you know, it's a good size, but everything just seems so big. I did say this last time. You did. Um, You're like, is there not a way to change this? I was like, I don't know. Probably not. Yeah, I think like the major thing for me is I'm really excited about the Bro, series you, shortcuts. Bro, trust me, you don't need anything to be small. You're already wearing glasses, okay? Yeah, okay. Anything as big as possible for your old ass. That's far. I'm nearsighted, <laughs> bro. So I'm I'm good. I can I don't see give a shit right about her. your near or far sighted, okay? Yeah, hombre. You need things to be big as possible. Um, I'm still trying to figure out an app to yeah. use for. This is a random thing I'm just talking about right now. An app yeah, yeah. to use for, um, like, s news. So I'm using Flipboard and Feedly. News? Okay, yeah. Is it called Feedly? Feedly, yeah. Those are RSS feeders, yeah. Yeah, so I'm using those two. I find Feedly maybe is a little bit better than Flipboard. Yeah, it's just RSS. I, I prefer using that. Um, There's nothing curated about it. You should try Apple News. Apple News? Yeah. The way to get is Apple News app? on the phone is go into About, or you go into General, and then you have to change your location, region, and region, and then change your your region to United States. And when you change your region to the United States, uh, it gives you the news app. That'll fuck up my app store and everything, won't it? No, it won't. No. No. Okay. Anyways, uh, quick topic. 
uh, we talked about me needing a case. Remember me getting a huge case? Yeah. And not liking it. And then you told me, hey, let's just get that bag that you went on vacation with, which was uh, what I was doing anyways. Yep. So it seems like I got the exact same bag, the Moco bag. Is that what you got? Yep. Moco. So I got the Moco bag. And let me tell you, it's awesome for unlocking, but sometimes I got to <laughs> press hard on that goddamn phone. And sometimes it's really? like I'm force touching. Yeah. Interesting. It's kind of annoying. I'm like trying to send a text message or something. I'm like, come Maybe on. It's because I was in the water, but mine didn't do that. No? No. Maybe I got my force touch too sensitive. I haven't like changed it. Yeah, I don't know. That's weird. I didn't have any of that issue. I just wanted to, you know, give you an update on that because we talked about it last podcast. I do like the bag. I did give one to my uh, brother-in-law as well because he he works at the same place. So that's your news. Okay, Apple News. And um, he's just showing me on the video Apple News like I really Word. care. But anyway. <laughs> you shut up, okay? So that's an American thing. They're j- it's just not available in yeah, Canada. It's not available in Canada. I don't know when yeah. it will be, if it if, will be. I don't know why. I have a real weird feeling that it has something to do with. Um, whoa, that's cool. Um, it has something to do with uh, news availability or something like that uh, in Canada. It's stupid. Just bring it to Canada. It's dumb. I hate how we get shafted in so many. But they have things, some man. great, great like topics. Like you can go like s- suggested by Siri, entertainment, GameSpot, sneakers, video games, business, fashion. Like it's all towards Ooh, me. Oh, it's right? listening to you, bro. It's pretty cool. It's listening to you. By the I way, love when talking it about to lis- <laughs> <laughs> privacy, bro. You hear that, Anyways, Apple? Yeah. Landscape face face ID. <laughs> <laughs> Landscape face ID. Landscape Do it already. Face ID. <laughs> <laughs> there. Yeah, so I'm using the, show the bag thing. I just want to finish it off. I'm using the bag thing at work. I like it because it's reusable and like a Ziploc freezer bag, which just gets destroyed really yeah. quick. Uh, maybe a little bit bigger than I want it to be. I'd like it to be a little bit slimmer. Maybe like a version that's just for dust and not for water. Uh, yeah. But it's fine. It works. It's reusable. It was cheap. And it does the job. It uh, definitely works with Face ID, which is one of the things I needed it to do. Yeah, it worked, when I was in Mexico, it worked perfect for Face ID. And touching the screen was fine, too. Again, yeah, and even most taking, of the time like, I had it with, I was in water. So I don't know if that helps with, like, conductivity? Like, being Maybe? able for it to detect me, my finger on the phone? Uh, no idea. But, like, it was, it was pretty good. I, I really liked it. And a lot of the photos I have from Mexico where I'm in water is... Be- it's, it's, I have with it the on, bag. Yeah, so... The clarity See, the bag, is really good for like photos. The yeah. weird thing is, I don't know if I trust that bag in water. I can trust you for you because I already did it. Really? Because it's just to me, it's like two little clips. <laughs> like, how are you sealing this perfectly? I already did it, and it worked. And not a, not a drop, not a drop on. That's that awesome. That's awesome. But they tell you so when anymore, you get it to put like a tissue inside and submerge it underwater to make sure it's to make sure it's yeah. not leaking. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So any that. other features you want to talk about? I was literally going to ask you if there's anything else that you want to speak about. I I, uh, I know I, there's supposedly a lot of features they didn't talk about. I haven't really done much research on it. But I know there's like a lot of features, a lot of things in the background and a lot of little small things like the swiping up to dismiss an app or remove it um, that they didn't talk about. I haven't looked. Have you looked into any of those? No, other than the one I brought up about the the passwords, the security stuff, like I I haven't I haven't yeah. seen anything related. Right? So your overall 
experience with iOS 12, the beta, and just the OS? Do you do you really think it's like such a big improvement? Like, or is it just like, oh, okay, it's it's you know some updates, but it's all right. I think I think because remember, this is one of those like it's number 12, right? Yeah. I think as a performance update, it's already exceeding my expectations uh, and it being like as stable as it is um, from a feature standpoint until, until like the full release and getting to use those features like the one password stuff and any of those hidden features and maybe using shortcuts, Siri shortcuts more and stuff like that. I don't think... Um, I don't think it's like overall like super impressive. It goes back to those rumors that we talked about a couple of episodes of people saying that this version of the OS was going to focus more on fixing bugs and stability. And that's kind of, we were, yeah, go ahead. It is. And and we were hoping it wasn't that kind of right. We and, were kind of wanting, you know, yeah, a uh, big update and it, and it's by no means, is it a small update? It's a big update. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. But I mean, like a lot of we features maybe, that they're putting forward, but I, I don't think, I think the focus more here is the the performance and yeah, it know. definitely and that's a that's an important thing to uh, to focus on. I'll be hundred percent honest. There's many people out there who just look at their phone and be like, "Make it better. It's fine. Just make it faster and make it better at what it does. And Don't this, worry about giving me a new look." To do that, right? And this is uh, I think it was a smart move because it's like especially if you're bringing out. Uh, some new hardware really soon and some impressive hardware. Yeah. The number one thing you want to do is have your uh, software on point yeah, and definitely. have it totally uh, optimized to the to the best it can be. So thumbs up on that, you know, get this and, and a few little features. Of course, that should have been there a long time ago, uh, but it's awesome to see that they're coming around. So I'm excited. And I'm I, excited about I, hardware I, too. I think it also moves, opens the, the dialogue for people to remember or think of Apple as somebody who who isn't always traditionally in the space where they are trying to to bring, you know, sorry, formulating my thoughts here. I think it opens the door for people to perceive Apple as somebody who, even though they're late to the game and, you know, for example, for the notifications – they're still listening to people and they, they know that people want this and that there's a vocal, maybe minority of people who want to see all these other features that Android has. And eventually I think we'll get them. And I think that's, it's a good open dialogue between Apple, their developers and their consumers uh, as to, you know, what they're willing to do with the phone. Right. Yeah, no, I agree. It's sorry when you're saying this, like about them, you know, bringing features over from Android. It just it makes me think of like every year one of these conferences happens, one of these events happen, and someone's like, "Well, my phone had this in 1998," and it's like, <laughs> I, I I agree, like your phone had these features, but you know, number one, you didn't use any of them. Number two, uh, they didn't work properly. A lot of them, not all of them, not not to say that all of them. But uh, another issue is like that phone no longer gets updates. So. And then, and then the other <laughs> piece. Is, I mean? Sorry, and the other piece, and this is like a really weird tangent to go down, is like, why do people care so much? Like, great, congratulations! Like to... You and your Pixel phone or you and your Google phone have had this feature for years. Who cares? Like, like, why are we still living in a world where Android versus Apple is li- like a hotly debated conversation? That literally doesn't need to happen. 
you know like you get your features we get our features like just leave it at that like i don't give a fuck i i will be honest with you i started on the iphone trend when i was younger i got my first iphone you know i think uh, you know what i don't know if i should say this here or we should save it for a segment i've been thinking of and I'm thinking, <laughs> I'm thinking I should save this for a segment. I okay. So just to get into it, I thought, dude, that is. <laughs> I thought of a, your mind. I thought of a good segment of telling like our intro, our our background stories as to why we like technology, how we first came across our first like iPhone or Android phone, and just tell more about us and our love for technology to our audience. But I don't think yeah we should definitely we're already like an hour and some odd in. I don't think we should do that right now because no 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 lose a ton of time. So just to say like I think going back to my original thought, I think like Android people need to continue loving their phones and doing their things and pay no mind to Apple users. Just like Apple users pay no mind to Android. Like it's 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 not both ways, which doesn't make sense to me unless you're a power user, right? The general consumer on the Apple front is your grandma and your grandpa and your mom and your dad. And these people who, do, who just care that the phone works. Right. And then on the other side, you have Android. Most of the users are power users. You don't see these grandma and grandpa people going, Oh my God. Oh my God. They announced a dashboard on Android. God damn it. That's so cool. Like, no, it doesn't happen. Right. Oh, you just introduced the background battery management apple's been doing that successfully for years like get the fuck out of here like seriously why do you care so much why do you care so much i and listen i agree that uh, it shouldn't be a competition i also agree that a lot of android uh users you're saying like grandmothers and grandfathers for ios there are a lot of people who use android based on budget you know, there are a lot more available options when it comes to budget but, but on those, an Android but device. But those I know people aren't people. the vocal people is what I'm saying, right? No, no, they there, aren't the vocal people. Me, They're buying a phone. Don't get me wrong. There are a few people in our lives where me and you have had off-podcast conversations about people we know or we've encountered who are these these people who hate on Apple or hate on Android for some reason or other that makes no fucking sense, right? Or it's because they don't... They don't align with this. Like if you don't align with the company, don't buy their product, but don't sit back and shit all over someone who does buy their product because they align with their company. Right? Like it's, it's the same. It's vice versa. You like Samsung. Go ahead. Fucking like Samsung. I don't give a fuck, but don't turn around, but don't turn around and say that I'm a piece of shit for liking Apple. Like, no, no, I think nobody says iPhone users are piece of shit. It's mostly sheep. That's the main <laughs> word for anybody. No, no, it's true. No. It's uh, the number one word used for anybody who likes uh, Apple devices, uh, usually iPhones. They're sheep. So, like, uh, you know, they come up with a new shiny thing and you're just looking at your sheep. You're going to follow but whatever you, they but say. But you could say that about anything. And that's that, you could I think say that about anything. And, and this I think goes that's to, the point I'm trying to get to is that you can say that about anything. And so it doesn't matter anymore. So people should just no, stop. it doesn't. And phones is just, you know what? This is like your favorite, like basketball team. You're going to argue about who's better at everything. But really, in the end of the day, they're but, both but playing I, basketball. Exactly. But what I'm saying is that there, there doesn't have to be a who is better. In no, the early, but it's don't it's get me wrong. In the dude, early days we, of Android versus iPhone, and I can go back and remember. There was definitely a clear delineator because you were on one side or the other and it mattered. But now because of software, it doesn't fucking matter because both these do companies you, do the same thing. 
but do you understand these companies are the ones who start the whole rival like situation like they're the ones who say hey our phone has this and it does this and we're the only phone who does this and their phone is blah 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 yeah, so but, how can you expect people not to have that mentality but yeah but when again, the product the, is being represented but the difference in that sense. Is, but listen i don't want to go like half an hour into but why uh, and it's true and we're gonna end this podcast really soon but i'm yeah. saying the difference is is that when google talks about the competition you know they talk about probably apple when Samsung talks about the competition, they talk about probably Apple and their other fellow Android companies, right? When all the other companies talk about competition, they talk about Samsung. They don't talk about iPhone. They're talking about Samsung, okay? Like, the competition on on just a, like, a units sold measurement, okay, on the Android side is not Apple. It's literally not Apple. The competition is every other company making an Android phone. That is the competition. Okay? So cut the shit and start a war about pure Android versus fucking skinned Android. Okay? You know what? <laughs> I really don't care. Okay, good. Thank <laughs> you. It's fine. Right. If, you own, if you own an Android device, it's a awesome device Great. if you love it there's plenty of people i and talk I, and to i them. don't disagree and i don't think it's i talked to them four days of using the phone and and watching sam use her phone when she had an xperia again what i'm saying is i think both of these experiences are close enough to each other that there shouldn't even be these arguments no and there is no argument i just don't even right? know where you're going you off you're just, shut up you forgot to take your pills dude no <laughs> you forgot <sighs> to take your pills listen it's fine if you own an android if you love android go for it it's an amazing os and if you own but a Samsung, now i feel like you're defending android because i'm trying to you think i'm no 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 not at all say vice versa if you have an ios hey listen i've told you i'm best of both worlds here i've used both i love them both there's times i'm using my ios i'm probably iPhone 10 here and i'm missing anyway. my i'm missing my pixel uh, certain ways right but then i know if i go to that pixel i'm gonna miss my <clears throat> ios device and one of the main reasons is iMessage because most of the people I talk to and message, they have iMessage. So it's just easier to message them. I was using WhatsApp. It's not the same. You know what I mean? It's it's close to, but it's not the same. I don't like using another app to do something that my phone already has on it. Yes. So when we talked about this before. I don't like doing that. Um, and I think... Uh, the same thing like one of my major reasons for switching over were the watch there's no competition when it comes to smartwatches. apple runs the game and that's the way it works right now hopefully in the future even though android this does entire something. episode you're wearing a band with no watch in it no watch <laughs> i am wearing a band I'll, let me explain to people now you make me look like an idiot it's really funny i'm guys. wearing i've, I've I'm wearing, i haven't said anything up until this point but i kept seeing his watch and i'm like wait that's just his skin what's going on here no, it's if you look closely, it's three hairs past the first. So, <laughs> so the reason I'm not wearing my watch is, you know, I work in an environment where I keep my bag and my freaking phone in a bag. Yes. So when I get home, I take out my watch. I actually take a shower with my band, wash the band while I'm taking a shower. Ah, okay. And then I can't do that with the watch because the screen came off. So it's not waterproof <laughs> anymore. 100%. So I make sure to just take it out. I disinfect it. I put it back in a band. Okay. Well, that's okay. That's going to be the yeah. end of it. Uh, that's going to... People, people, I'm definitely, do not let this man go on. <laughs> I'm definitely cutting uh, some of this out. 
Um, okay, you go ahead and you do that, sweetheart. But yeah, that's going to be it for this episode. I want to thank everyone for listening. Um, as always, our music is by Ryan Little. You can find him at soundcloud.com slash I am Ryan Little. You can find our podcast on our host, Podbean, as well as iTunes, Google Play Music, <laughs> YouTube, and wherever you listen to your podcasts. And you can also follow us on Twitter at Pixar Refresh Pod and Facebook at facebook.com slash pixel refresh. Check those out. Go to iTunes, leave reviews. And uh, maybe one day we'll post video where you can see this guy mocking me right now <laughs> for this outro. <laughs> Peace out. Peace. Give me a second. No problem. Give me a second. Yeah. And we're silent, waiting for Marky to get back. He went to go buy a Pixel 2XL because he knows it's a wonderful phone. Da 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 da. da. And turn this into a Christmas carol. He's back.